Scala Radio presents Beethoven, The Basics, the podcast with Andy Bush. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. You are listening to Beethoven, The Basics, and I can tell just from the fact that you're listening at this point, you're, you're five episodes in that you're a good egg. We're going to get along. Episode 5. Beethoven's Friends and Family. I'm Andy Bush, a long-time admirer of classical music, but have spent ages being too intimidated to dip my toe into the water. Maybe that describes you too. Well, in this series, it's you and me, swimming cozies on, jumping in together at the deep end, but not bombing as that's still forbidden, along with heavy petting in all swimming pools across the UK. Okay, so we've discovered in the first hour of the show that our Beethoven wasn't exactly what you'd call a people person. He had a spiky, tricky personality, the kind of character that if you were about to meet him in a pub for the first time, mutual friends would give you a little pep talk about what to expect, saying stuff like, don't be offended, and that's just Ludwig for you. In all seriousness, though, we've got this interesting dichotomy at work here where a person who possesses this X-Men-like musical genius faced huge difficulties making simple human connections with people. And isn't that the basis of all great superhero stories? This incredible power, both a blessing and a curse? Here's conductor Karen Hendrickson. So I think Beethoven, he felt the scope of all of these emotions that you feel in friendship and in love. But um, I'm not sure that he, he really fulfilled any of those relationships of friendship and love completely. However, he did make some significant friendships. Let's start with Carl Cherney. His Scala Radio's very own Jack Pepper. In the case of Carl Cherney, it's really a, a case of, of master and pupil. So Cherney was, I mean, it's fair to say a bit of a genius. He was playing the piano by about three. He was composing by seven. And so a little bit like Beethoven, he, you know, he would go on to make his life writing music, teaching others and uh, as a pianist. The only problem with Cherney was he was scared of the public, so he, he locked himself away later in life and, and did not perform in concerts as uh, as Beethoven started out performing concerts. So they had some common interests, even though they had different personalities, and Cherney actually studied with Beethoven for about three years in the early 1800s. Beethoven clearly had a lot of respect for Karl because he asked him to play at the premiere of his Piano Concerto No. 1 in 1806. And when Karl was 21, he was the soloist at the Vienna premiere of Beethoven's Piano Concerto No. 5, Emperor. third and final movement of Beethoven's fifth piano concerto, The Emperor. So we've heard how Beethoven's pupil and friend Carl Czerny was the star soloist at the Vienna premiere. He maintained a relationship with Beethoven throughout his life and also gave piano lessons to Beethoven's nephew Carl. More on him later. One more thing about Czerny's career and legacy. Back to Jack Pepper. 
Czerny would go on to write some really important uh, piano exercises that are still used by piano students today. They help you play notes evenly, strengthen the fingers and uh, to be able to play the piano with your fingers independently. You know, so often the thumb is the strongest finger, so it sticks out. Czerny's technique was very much about making every finger as strong as the other, so all the notes sound even. And surely some of the lessons that Czerny passed down with his many piano exercises came from his own teacher, things he must have learnt with Beethoven in those three years when they were studying together. So whilst Beethoven was famous for Symphony Number no. 5, was Czerny just famous for Index Finger Stretch Number no. 4? Scala Radio presents Beethoven, The Basics. The podcast with Andy Bush. So I want to make it clear that Beethoven wasn't a Billy Nomates. He did have friends, and two of sorts were Ferdinand Ries and Karl Holtz. His conductor, Karen Hendrickson. He had trouble keeping, I think, fulfilling friendships, although he did have two friends, I think, that are worth mentioning. Ferdinand Ries, who early on, he was a composer and a violinist. Beethoven actually studied with his father, and then Ferdinand would study piano with Beethoven for about four years. So they had kind of a kind of a sense of a brotherhood there, I think. Um, and Karl Holtz later in life, he was Beethoven's unpaid secretary, basically, later in Beethoven's life. And I think this was also a, a gentleman he was able to kind of ca- have a kinship with and a friendship with. Another significant friend, or perhaps frenemy, was Hummel. Full name, Johann Nepomuk Hummel. What a cracking name that is. He sounds like a Bond villain. Jack Pepper, please tell me Hummel had a secret base under a volcano island. Hummel was, I suppose, a, a bit of a bigger musical celebrity in his day than Beethoven. They're around uh, at around about the same time. Hummel was a, a, a respected composer. I mean, many of the pieces that he wrote were the talk of the town. I mean, they'd literally talk about it as they would talk about, you know, the latest Netflix or Amazon Prime drama today. It was the event for the country when Hummel turned out a new piece. He was also uh, a really refined, elegant pianist, very much in the sort of old school of piano playing. You know, hands fairly still, wrists aren't moving. None of the sort of bravura kind of visual displays where the hands, you know, have risen by about a mile and then drop down on the piano that you would get in piano playing later on in, in the late 1800s. Hummel, therefore, I suppose, in some senses was a bit of a threat to Beethoven. They had an on-off relationship. They were friends. I mean, they had common interests, both as pianists and composers. But it didn't always go quite to plan. Hummel and Beethoven were friends and rivals like classical music's James Hunt and Nicky Lauder. Here's Scala's very own Jack Pepper with some more background. Hummel respected Beethoven. He made a, a four-hand piano arrangement of, uh, of Beethoven's opera, Fidelio. Unfortunately, Beethoven had the slight fault of being horribly, horribly rude and honest. He was very blunt. Uh, didn't seem to have the people skills nailed down as others might. And uh, Beethoven did not like the arrangement Hummel had made of his opera. In fact, he tore it to shreds, literally, in front of Hummel. So this act of respect was uh, quite literally ripped to shreds. Understandably, their friendship kind of petered out a little bit after that incident. But that said, when Beethoven died in 1827, Hummel was there at the funeral. He was one of the pallbearers. So 
Hummel had a huge amount of respect for Beethoven, but I do think it's fair to say that the uh, occasional roughness of Beethoven's personality, where he was blunt beyond the point of rude, made friendship sometimes quite challenging. So let's move on from friends to family members. Here's conductor Karen Hendrickson. You know, he had two brothers, Carl and Johann. He had strained relationships with both of them. He had a nephew, uh, the son of Carl, his brother Carl, with a C, C-A-R-L, and then the nephew Carl with a K. And Beethoven kind of thought of himself as a father figure to the nephew after his brother died and, and certainly did work to have that kind of relationship with him to the extent of actually taking four years in courts of law to get custody from Carl's mother, which maybe wasn't the most loving thing to do, though Beethoven felt he was doing the right thing at the time. A family fallout straight out of a Jeremy Carl show. Matthew Barley tells us more. He never had children of his own, but found himself in a situation many years later in middle age where he had custody of his nephew. Um, and uh, by all of the accounts, the relationship was absolutely appalling. He, he took on the role of father, um, and he even used to describe Carl as my son. Uh, but the, the accounts of the relationship were just horrendous. He obviously had no idea how to talk to a young person, no idea how to get on side with a young person to help them with their growth. Clarinetist Julian Bliss tells us how Beethoven almost starts to repeat with Carl the mistakes his own father made with him, like history repeating itself. Beethoven's nephew Carl was the only child of the brothers, and Beethoven was pretty keen that the musical legacy should live on. He tried incredibly hard to take Carl away from his mother and to become his sole guardian. Through long and protracted legal action, he finally got his way, although He was so focused on the fact that Carl should become a musician, he sort of forced it upon him. Not being interested, and also not particularly talented, Carl went on to finally study philology. The legal action that saw Beethoven become guardian to Carl really took its toll, and he lived a fairly unhappy life. In 1826, at the age of 20, Carl attempted suicide. He climbed to the top of some ruins in Baden and loaded two guns. The first missed and the second just grazed his temple. He was admitted to hospital. Beethoven was beside himself. I guess he realised that he failed to be the father that he so wanted to be to Carl. The bullet missed the brain and Carl survived, although the bullet remained lodged in his skull. When the police questioned Carl, he replied... My uncle has tormented me too much. Pretty tragic stuff. Scala Radio presents the podcast of Beethoven The Basics with Andy Bush. So there we are, a pretty harrowing end to this podcast with an example of the darker sides of Beethoven's personal life. And we haven't got to his own health fears and issues yet. That's for later episodes. I'm Andy Bush, and I really hope you're finding these short, bite-sized podcasts a useful way of finding out more about the great composer. If you are, please rate, review, and subscribe, and help spread the love for Ludwig. A huge thank you to the London Philharmonic Orchestra and Signum Classics for providing the music across the Beethoven The Basics series. You can find out more accessible and varied classical music at Scala Radio, broadcasting across the UK on DAB Digital Radio, online, the app, smart speaker and Sky TV channel 0216. There are shows devoted to video games music, film music and even instrumental versions of rock songs. 
Something for everyone. Find out more at scalaradio.co.uk and I'll see you next week when we'll turn to Beethoven's patrons and the rich people who help pay for his wigs and pianos. And he loved wigs and pianos.